This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the young members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy episode 506. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on 506. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy last Monday of 2020. So in case you don't know, maybe you didn't get the memo, 2020 was not just a year. 2020 was a lifetime achievement. So congratulations, you did it. (laughs) You get to carry that badge of honor with you every damn day. From here on out, you survived 2020. And I know there's so much talk about 2020 being such a disaster and a total dumpster fire, and none of that is wrong. And also, there were some things that came out of that that have changed us for the better. And so much of what I've talked about this year has been about the fact that you get to choose. You get to choose in every situation and circumstance what your reaction is and what your perspective is and how you're going to show up and what you're going to say and what opinion you're going to hold that will have the best impact or the most significant impact or impact in the direction that is in alignment with your core values. And so we're at this point, as we close out 2020, we get to choose how we want to wrap this year up and how we want to put a bow on it or if we want to put a bow on it. And I am always someone who's struggled a little bit with the mentality, which has lasted 
way more years than just 2020 this mentality around every year that we close out that it's a like you know slam the door shut i'm so glad it's over ready for a fresh start because here's the thing i think it's really important that we honor the hard things that we got through every year we honor the wins we honor the wins that are obvious wins and then we honor the wins that come from working through really hard things those are both really important and in previous years, there's always so much, you know, 2017, 2018, 2019, like worst year ever, can't wait to start over, done with you, like don't let the door hit you on the way out. And I've never really subscribed to that. And it's been interesting in 2020 that I'm like, oh, oh I get it now. <laughs> I get it. This is the, what, what people are talking about when they're like so ready to be done and ready to start over. And I think it's absolutely okay to be over something, to just be exhausted and spent. And we definitely are. I also think it's okay to be grieving. I think it's okay to honor the losses of this year and be really, really clear around how hard things have been and how awful things have been for many, many, many people. But I also think that that's not the only way we finalize things because that doesn't leave us in a position of power and it doesn't give us hope moving forward. And I think those two things are really, really significant. If we're going to move forward in a way that feels good, that keeps us in motion, that keeps us showing up for our lives, that keeps us having good enough attitude that we can get out of bed in the morning, a <laughs> good enough attitude that we can continue to be change makers and truth tellers and people who show up for other people's lives in a way that's compassionate and empathetic. So I think it's really important that we honor the hard things, yes, and also really look critically at what can we take away that's positive, even in a dumpster fire. So I want you to consider what if 2020 wasn't just a dumpster fire? What if 2020 was the year that you built better boundaries or got clear on what really matters to you or learned to sit in hard feelings or worked on your most intimate relationships or got to know your kids better because you were all home all the time? What if 2020 was the year that you pushed yourself to stretch in new and uncomfortable ways or became a million times more adaptable than you ever thought you could be? What if 2020 was the year that you decided that your voice has value? What if 2020 was the year that you said goodbye to relationships and circumstances that were no longer serving you and instead you started finding joy in ridiculously small things and you learned to laugh at yourself and you learned to try scary new things and you didn't die when you tried them? What if 2020 was the year that you stood in your core values, even when others around you disagreed? What if 2020 is the year that you gained clarity on who you are becoming and who you want in your corner? On the back end of all the hard things of 2020, those are lessons that we can take with us. Those are the positive things that we can take. Those are the things, the little tiny glimmers and drips and flecks of gold, as Rachel Nielsen would call them that come out of really ugly, hard things. I've had multiple conversations with people talking about how incredibly difficult it's been to be constantly around family. And also what a gift it's been to be constantly around family. And that while we don't treasure a lot of the moments with all of these people in our households right now, <laughs> there are moments that we will treasure and remember and that our children will treasure and remember. And there is something precious about this time. And we get to take that with us. We get to choose. So we don't get to snap our fingers. We don't get to erase the very real grief and trauma of 2020, but we do get to choose how we close that door. And we get to choose what we take with us when we leave the room. So I want you to think about what are you taking with you and what are you leaving behind? There's definitely some things that we can like wrap up in a bow and I don't know, throw in the dumpster or 
there's another handful of things even more significant that we can be really conscientious about taking with us and taking them with us so that we can overcome the shadows that will continue to lurk in 2021 because there will be some shadows. There's some hard days ahead for sure. I know one of the things that I am taking with me is hope and I'm taking hope because in this year of loss and chaos and rude awakenings as we've looked and delved into social injustices in ways we really haven't pushed ourselves to do in many, many, many years and ways that we've overlooked for 400 years, sometimes very consciously, other times subconsciously, we do have an opportunity to see things through a different lens. So we can take that loss and that chaos and this new knowledge that we have and these new levels and layers of awareness that we have. And we can look at all of that through a different lens. We can look at this through the lens of seeing how much we can bend without breaking. We can see that sometimes we do break and how even in our breaking, there's an opportunity to create something new and different. And maybe that new and different thing is even better than what previously existed. Through this new lens, we can see that in listening and in learning, we can connect and we can connect to hard truths, but those hard truths can lead us to a more clear and inclusive path to the future. And we get to take our kids on that path. Through this new lens, we can see that freedom and liberation come from boundaries and owning what we need. I think it's only because we've been tested so hard this year and in so many ways that we're starting to gain clarity on what we really need and how to speak up and ask for it, rather than continuing to be the mothers, the gatekeepers who manage the mother load without question, without whimper, without any other needs of any other people. Through this new lens, we can see that we can wake up in a Groundhog's Day world every damn day and still find something that makes us smile each morning. Okay, most mornings, maybe not every single morning. Through this new lens, we can see that our voices have value and using them sparks change. We can see that we can do old things in new ways and sometimes new ways are better. Sometimes they're maybe even easier. Sometimes they're prettier. Sometimes they're more fun. We can see through this new lens that joy can be a choice and it is yours for the making. We can see through this new lens that the things that we thought were completely impossible in March of 2020 are actually possible and sometimes preferable. And we can see through this new lens that we are so much more adaptable than we have ever given ourselves credit for. So we now know, if we take a minute and think about it, how strong and powerful and capable and resilient and resourceful we are in ways that we never considered. And we get to carry all of that forward with us. We get to take that, we close the door and we take that into the new room, into the new room that is 2021. The new room that doesn't have decorations, it doesn't have window dressings, it doesn't even have flooring in it yet. You get to pick all the things. And what are you gonna put on the floors, on the windows? And what's the furniture you're moving in? What are you putting on the counter? What are all the things, right? You get to choose all those things. So I wanna suggest a few things. I want to invite you to leave a few things behind and I want to invite you to take a few things with you. So the first thing I'm inviting you to leave behind is self-doubt. We women are trained and indoctrinated to doubt ourselves and to doubt our voices and our intuition and to doubt that inner voice that often knows best, but maybe has a different thought or opinion than someone else, someone older someone in a more senior position, a male, 
someone who has some sort of power over us. And so I want to invite you to leave self-doubt behind because you have proven yourself a million times over this year. You don't need to doubt how strong you are, how capable you are, how well you can figure things out when push comes to shove, how adaptable you can be, how nimble you can be. So I'm going to invite you to leave behind self-doubt. I'm also going to invite you to leave behind the overdoing. One of the biggest gifts of this year, I think, has been realizing that we were doing a whole bunch of things we just never needed to do. And it's only in realizing, I think the way we realize this is in having so many things on our plate and inevitably having to drop a few balls that we have now been able to see, oh, wait, some of the things that I thought were critical before, not so critical. There's been a number of these things in our household, in my family life, in my household life, in my professional life, where I've been able to see like, oh, that thing that I was giving a lot of mental space or time to doesn't even need to be a thing. (laughs) It's not even on the list anymore. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. So we, I'm going to invite you to leave behind overdoing in ways that you historically have overdone and not been able to overdo in 2020, or maybe you tried to continue overdoing and you're so freaking tired now, you don't even know how you're going to go on. It's time to stop overdoing. 
I'm also going to invite you to stop over consuming. It's so easy to get caught up in news cycles and news stories and have routines around checking news stories and news cycles and routines around social media. And we can dedicate so much time and energy to this every single day and not with any gain on the other end of it. In fact, if at all, there is a net loss at the end of the day, a loss that comes at the cost of frustration and exhaustion and mental fatigue and anguish, and sometimes things that really trigger our mental health, things that make us really angry, things that create a ton of anxiety, things that can create depression, things that can create all sorts of negativity and really poor outcomes for our overall mental health over time. So I'm going to invite you to leave behind overconsuming, knowing that the net gain of overconsumption of news and social media is always a negative. You don't come out on the back end of overconsuming news and social media, stronger, smarter, more well-read, like any of those things. If you want to be stronger and smarter and more well-read, get some books, get a few trusted resources and stick just to those. But It's not going to be the news cycle and it's not going to be social media. I promise you. All right. The next thing I want to invite you to leave behind is the noise. When you stop over consuming, this will happen a little bit naturally, but the noise includes a lot of things. It includes, of course, news and social media, which I mentioned, but it also includes giving a lot of weight to other people's opinions. It includes giving time and energy and conversations that you know are going to go nowhere, that you've already been having over and over again, that you just don't have the energy to be invested in anymore. And it means deciding that you're not going to engage in those anymore, that not only are you not going to engage, but you're going to put on blinders and completely ignore them. And so maybe that means unfollowing certain people on social media. Maybe that means unfollowing large quantity. I've been dwindling down my Instagram feed. I was following like 4,000 accounts. I've gotten it down to 2,000. I want to get it down to 1,000. I want to quiet the noise. I only want to see a few people's things in my feed, like a very select few. So where can you be quieting the noise so that where you let volume in, it's at a level and a quality that are healthy for you and that actually do have benefit. This might be in conversations at work. This might be in conversations with family or extended family. This might be in just ongoing, never ending, relentless debate around current politics and current beliefs and COVID and so much noise in these areas. Where can you quiet that noise? Where can you leave behind the noise? I'm gonna also invite you to leave behind ignorance and idleness. And what I mean by that is many of us learned and came to see in 2020 ways that we have not been showing up as the best allies, ways that we have where we have chosen not to educate ourselves around social justice, social injustice, around race specifically. And we all have work to do around this. And specifically my white listeners, which I know is the majority of you, we all have work to do around this. And even people who, you know, like myself, who have done work around this in the years leading up to 2020, we still have a lot of work to do. And this is not a final destination. This is not like a checking off the box till you make it to a certain date. And then you're done learning about where you have been racist in your past or where you have had upheld racist systems in your life and now you've overcome it. It's not that. It's not a destination. It is ongoing work and it is a daily choosing to not be ignorant and not be idle. And so I'm going to invite you to be really conscientious around 
letting yourself off the hook and to not let yourself off the hook. I want you to be really conscientious around where you have been ignorant, consciously or subconsciously, and where you've been idle and where you're going to commit to not doing that anymore. Where are you going to commit to instead of being ignorant and idle, to instead be invested in listening and learning and taking action. So those are the things I'm inviting you to leave behind in 2020. Self-doubt, overdoing, overconsuming, the noise, and ignorance and idleness. And now I'm going to invite you to take some things with you. And this will, I think, get you excited and bring you hope. So I'm going to invite you to take with you hope because we know that we have achieved 2020 and we all have the trophy. That means we are capable of many, many, many things. And so I want you to take hope with you that because you have been able to do all that you have in this last year, that means you can do really big, hard, overwhelming, challenging things in your life. And you might not welcome doing more of those big, hard, overwhelming, challenging things right now, but you can if push comes to shove. And there is peace in that. So I want you to carry that hope with you. I also want you to carry with you power the power in knowing and trusting all of the ways that you can show up and figure things out and manage more than you ever thought. Now, I don't want you to be having to manage more than you ever thought, but the power that you have in knowing that you can show up in a whole bunch of ways and figure a whole bunch of things out and do it pretty darn well, that you can keep going, that you can get up one day after another, not knowing what the day holds with a house full of chaos and show up and make it to the end of the day and everyone's still alive and reasonably well-fed and you can keep going. There's a ton of power in that. I also want to invite you to take with you patience because even though I think many of us as moms, especially in in that specific role, I think would say 2020 was not our year of patience. (laughs) I want you to think back because we're coming out of a season that we will look back on one day and we'll say, I don't know how I did that. And I think this happens when we come out of newborn land, where we get done with this first year of a baby's life. And we're like, I don't know how I did that. I don't know how I didn't sleep for like 789 nights in a row. And we're going to come out of 2020 and think in a couple of years when it's a little removed, we're going to think, I don't know how I did that. I don't know how I worked full time and had two kids distance learning and also and a toddler sitting on my lap. And we're not going to know how we did it. And so I want you to take with you patience so that when things get hard again, which might be tomorrow, I want you to have patience for, oh, wait, I've been here before. I'm going to get through this. I know I can do it. And I'm just going to keep showing up. So patience, while I don't think that we, uh, me, at least, I don't think I'm really embracing having been patient in 2020. I do think that I can embrace patience from 2020 as a net result, because I think I can give myself permission to be less overwhelmed when things get hard again. And in being less overwhelmed, I will have more patience for a hard situation or a situation that tests my resolve. I'm also going to invite you to take with you ease. I think that we found, especially if you are in places where you've had to be on significant lockdown, and some of you are back in that situation after having been off of it for a while, I think we have found that in having to slow down for various reasons, and I know some of us don't feel like we've slowed down because you've just had to take everything into your household and it just feels like chaos, but in having to, you know, stay home and be more grounded and rooted in your household, I think that many of us have found ease around, again, the letting go of things, 
the finding routines with our families around like playing games, doing puzzles, coloring, watching movies, like just downtime and time to chill that is valuable in a way that we haven't embraced it previously, especially in our over busy, overbooked kids and all the sports and activities kinds of lives of 2019. And so having 2020 without those activities and without all the places to be all the time has given us the space to push pause a little bit more, to chill a little bit more, and hopefully to have a little bit more ease in our lives in certain ways. I'm also going to invite you to take with you adaptability. If there's nothing that you get to own from 2020, it is adaptability. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listener can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. So adaptability is a huge one. And 
I did a whole episode on your adaptability quotient, which was really amazing. I'll link to it in the show notes. But I think that we really need to own how we became more adaptable this this year. Because the thing is, when you get to practice that, and I know it doesn't feel like a privilege to practice it while you're practicing it, but when you get to practice being adaptable, what you glean from that stays with you. So being adaptable throughout the year, day in, day out, over many uncertain and unpredictable circumstances is going to make you more adaptable moving forward. And if you're like me, type A control fig perfectionistic kind of person, you will remind yourself when things get unpredictable again and uncertain, you will remind yourself, oh, wait, I can figure this out. I can be adaptable. If this doesn't go the way I expected or the way I wanted, it's still totally fine. The world will not end. Many of us Our 2019 versions of ourselves, we thought the world was ending a lot. Our 2020 versions of ourselves are like, okay, this is just one more curveball and I'm going to figure it out. So in 2021, let's carry that with us. Let's carry with us that we just keep figuring it out. We're very capable of that. We've done it a million times over again in one year alone. The next thing I'm going to ask you to take with you is self-trust. So you have had to check in with your inner voice, your gut, your intuition over and over and over this year. And there's probably been times when you've listened and there's probably been times when you ignored it. And I'm guessing you learned some lessons either way, right? And I want you to take with you moving forward self-trust that when you listen inward, you make the best choice for you, for your family, for what's happening around you in a given circumstance. And because the stakes have been so high this year, we've had to learn to listen inward at the cost of listening outward because we've had to make so many personal decisions, whether it was around voting or speaking up about social injustice and racism or around COVID and habits around COVID and habits around quarantine and around mask wearing. There have been so many decisions this year where you had to be really conscientious about who am I and what do I stand for and how do I stand for that? And so I want you to take self-trust with you moving forward because now you know, you know what you stand for. You know what it feels like when you decide to stand up for the things that you believe in. And you know what it feels like when you don't, because we probably all had a few times this year where we didn't listen inward and we were like, oh yeah, that didn't go well, or it didn't feel right, or I didn't like that outcome. That's not how I want to show up. That's not who I think I'm becoming. I want to do better. And so I want you to think about self-trust in that way and trust moving forward that when you listen in and inward versus outward, you make the right decisions. You make the decisions that you need that are right for you, that are in alignment with your core values, that are what you want to be modeling to your children. I'm also going to invite you to take with you boundaries, boundaries. And this is a great one after self-trust because when you listen in and you listen to who you want to be and who you are becoming and what's in alignment with your core values, it's a lot easier to stand by your boundaries. It's a lot easier to create boundaries because you have this lens through which you can make a decision to say, hey, actually, this is not in alignment with my core values. So therefore, I'm setting this boundary. I'm saying yes to the thing or no to the thing. I'm opting into the thing or opting out of the thing because of my core values, because who I want to be, because of who I want to be in this situation specifically. And sometimes that means uncomfortable conversations and it means drawing lines in the sand in certain relationships. And it can mean a whole lot of discomfort that also leads to a whole lot of growth and a whole lot of freedom and a whole lot of liberation. So I'm going to invite you to take with you some boundaries. I'm also going to invite you to take empathy. I think that this year has been a really big year for learning to better listen to other people's voices and listen to other people's experiences and stories. And this is something that I have really long 
noticed as long as I've had the podcast, because I've been interviewing women about their stories. It's amazing to me how you can hear someone's story around a topic that you thought you knew something about, and your opinion can be changed so dramatically. And I know for me living in Seattle, this has come up a lot around homelessness, because this is something that's such a big issue in our city. And it's easy to look at the issue and dehumanize the issue. And when we look at the human stories behind the issue, oh my goodness, you can't help but be really empathetic and then see homelessness through a new lens. And I want to say the same thing about race. It's one thing to look at racism as an umbrella topic or an umbrella problem or situation. It's really different when you start listening to actual stories and you start hearing people's experiences. And so I really want to invite you to take with you this year into 2021 empathy, and an openness to listen to other stories, especially those who look different than you, who make different choices than you, who show up in the world differently than you, who share themselves with the world differently than you. Empathy, empathy, empathy. Being curious, asking questions in ways that are respectful and appropriate, but being curious and listening and learning. And then on the back end of that, the last thing I'm going to ask you to do or ask you to take with you is your voice. And so With that empathy and the listening and learning, which always comes first, then you use your voice. So it's first the listening and the learning, and then it's you're using your voice. And I want to invite you to take with you your voice. And so you're going to take your voice with you in lots of different ways. And it's going to be taking your voice with you moving into 2021 in your marriage and in the way that you parent and in your relationships with your extended family. But it's also going to be taking that voice out into your greater community, into the workplace, into organizations locally in your neighborhood, in your kids' extracurriculars, taking that voice and using it in ways that benefit the community and that benefit people who need more support in your community, that benefit specifically people who might be invisible in your community or maybe who have been erased in your community. So like I said, in Seattle, that would definitely be people who are experiencing homelessness. Where can you use your voice? And where can you use your voice in ways that has impact in terms of impacting your life in a positive way and bringing you the energy that you need to keep going by using your voice to have appropriate boundaries and things like that. But also where can you be using your voice at bigger levels, higher levels in more loud ways in your community in 2021. So taking with you, you are going to take with you hope and power and patience and ease and adaptability and self-trust and boundaries and empathy and your voice. That's a big list. It's a really good list. If I do say so myself, that's a really good list. So if that resonated with you, if that list resonated, go ahead and write it down on a post-it note and put it up on your mirror and take those words and own them for 2021. If only a couple resonated, take them. If other words came to mind, take those, take what you want, but be conscientious of what you were going to take with you from 2020. What are you closing the door on and what are you taking with you as you walk into this new room and you make decisions around where the desk is going to go? How big is the desk going to be? Where does the computer go? Is there a microphone on that computer? Are the windows going to be big windows? Are they going to be big bright windows with curtains around them? Is the room going to have like sparkly little lights all over it and glittery walls? Or is it going to have black and white plaid? What is it going to look like? And how is that going to give you power? The things that you take into that room, literally, figuratively, are going to inform your 2021. 
As you've probably heard, if you've listened to recent episodes, I will be hosting my 2021 Plan and Prep Pajama Party for the third year in a row. And this annual event is a great time to really sit down and reflect and think about what you want to take with you into the new year. How do you want to feel? How do you want to show up? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to accomplish in the face of uncertainty and unpredictability? These are really, really big questions. And so if you have been listening to this episode and you are ready to really own and honor what you're leaving behind, what you're taking moving forward, and what action steps you're going to take to be strategic in taking on and owning 2021 and all the ways you are capable of, then I would love to have you join me on January 17th at my third annual Plan and Prep Pajama Party. This is a three-hour virtual workshop where you show up on Sunday at, it's either 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific. If you're Eastern time or in another part of the world, you're going to adjust your clock. So Eastern, that is 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern. And then you can adjust accordingly beyond that. But we're going to be showing up on that Sunday for three hours. You show up in your cozy PJs with a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, a mimosa, whatever works for you. And we dig into the new year. We dig into everything you're going to accomplish. We dig into all the things that you're really capable of. And then we put together a simple yet very strategic action plan so that you know that in order to get what you want out of this year, you have action steps that you feel confident about, that you feel excited about. This also creates a great space for you to connect with other women, other moms, and people who maybe you need a little more support from because maybe you don't have it in your household. Maybe you don't have it in your extended family or your friend group right now. This is going to be an opportunity to connect with other shameless moms who are ready to take on and own 2021, who are ready to step into power and to using their voices and to holding on to hope even when things are hard. This is going to be a group that will support you and I will be coaching throughout the whole thing. So the workshop is divided into three little mini sections, little mini um, sessions where I teach you three different pieces of content that allow you to create your year. So we go from, first of all, giving you permission, permission to move forward, permission to think big, dream big, even in, in a pandemic into making things meaningful and really connecting to the meaning behind what you want to do this year, why you want to do it, why it's important right now, and then going into a place of connection. Connection, connecting to why you're doing what you're doing and what support do you need moving forward. 2021 is not going to be a year about going it alone. It's going to be a year all about going it together. So how are you going to invite others to be in this space with you, whether that is people in your current life and landscape, or whether it is connecting with people in new ways online within the Shameless Mom Academy, within my Momentum Mamas membership, and connecting with people in spaces who want to move forward in, in hope and in power and in confidence that this is a year that we can feel good about and that we can feel about good about doing big things in. So I got your back. I'm here for you. And we are going to do big things at the 2021 Plan and Prep Pajama Party. I hope you'll join us. If you go to shamelessmom.com slash pajama party, you can get all the details, get yourself signed up. That's shamelessmom.com slash pajama party. Space is limited. So do grab your spot now, shamelessmom.com slash pajama party. And lastly, thank you for everything that you have brought to me in 2020. It has been a huge year of growth and a huge year of discomfort for me as well as you. You are not the only one. It's go. It's me too, I promise. And so I want to thank you for all the ways that you have shown up and helped me sustain the things that I do so that I could be in this space with you and have this 
space as a respite from the hard things of 2020. To be able to come here and provide hope and education and learning and coaching has lifted me up and lit me up in so many ways this year. So I deeply appreciate you and I cannot wait to do more of the same, starting with a plan and prep pajama party, but then all the way through 2021. We have big things to do together in 2021 and I'm here to do it with you. I don't want to go it alone. I don't want you to go it alone. Let's do it together. I'll see you in 2021. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us, 